Hello again, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and welcome to episode number nine of Generally Speaking About the Church. I'm bringing today yet another almost daily devotional, and want to welcome you to the show. This uh, podcast is a part of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network, which you can find on the web at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Now, I've been talking in a series uh, recently of devotional thoughts, and uh, quite a bit of it inspired, of course, by uh, famous Christian authors and pastors out there, uh, where I tend to get a lot of um, spiritual food from. And of course, my whole desire here is to take things that God has laid upon my heart and things that have really helped to improve my thinking and, and way of serving God and, and, and share some of those things with you guys, not from an authoritative perspective and not totally from a theological stance. Uh, so please don't get upset if I don't use a lot of scriptural reference on a consistent basis in these. It's not that the principles that I talk about here in our show are not scriptural because obviously they are. Um, it's just that, that these are more of epiphanies or um, they're, they're paradigm shifts in ways of thinking that, that have really helped shape me uh, and mold me these past few years in ministry. And uh, today I want to continue on with the last two uh, podcasts that I did. I, th I believe we had um, Who Are Your Friends, where we talked about the fact, the startling statistic that within six months, almost every, every brand new Christian loses all influence and touch uh, in the lives of any non-believers. And they, they pretty much surround themselves by only Christian individuals. And I, I shared on why I feel that, that is a startling and very scary t statistic for the church um, and and why that needs to be corrected. And then, of course, last time, I believe it was uh, Other People Exist. And what a, what a very simple principle to understand. And this is one, the, the Other People Exist, it's one I have to come back to, as I said in my last podcast, uh, but it's one that that is pretty easy for me to grasp as long as I, as long as I purposely make myself aware of the fact that I need to remember that every single person out there has their own life story that's going on, their own struggles, their own uh, triumphs, and and that in each and every person I pass on the road or on the sidewalk or talk to on the phone and passing in my business. That, that each and every one of these, regardless of their faith, regardless of their religion, regardless of uh, their morality, every single one of them bear the image of God, and God truly loves them and desires to have a relationship with them. And, and sometimes we forget that very easily, and yet when, I'm, when I remind myself that I need to remember that, it's pretty easy, easy for me to grasp that. However, today I'm going to talk to you about a paradigm shift in thinking that I again got from Donald Miller, and if you'd like to go back and listen to the last two or three podcast episodes in this feed, uh, I encourage you to do that. I talk a little bit about him and where I got this information from that I'm about to play for you. Anyway, today's paradigm shift, or this way of thinking, this this principle, is is pretty easy to understand and it's kind of just makes sense when you hear it uh, but we don't automatically live according to this especially not in the church and it doesn't go along uh, the way that that we grew up in 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 a way 
I, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense. Hopefully this will iron itself out here in just a few moments. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play for you the a clip and just mention to you real quickly that the title of today's devotional is called Only If You Like Them. And uh, you're about to hear why that is. And I'm going to just go ahead and let Donald Miller uh, this uh, go ahead and play a little clip from him. And this is about two minutes in length. And then I'll follow up with some thoughts. The second epiphany or paradigm shift that we had working at Reed was, was simple, but let me explain. The paradigm shift was this. Nobody will listen to you unless they know you like them. Nobody will listen to you unless they know you like them. And, and here's sort of how thinking worked on this in my mind when I was younger and, and how much it has shifted. I remember when I was young, uh, we were taught the relevancy or the, the, the uh, merit of philosophical or religious ideas this way. This idea is true because logically this, this, and this. And if logically this, this, and this, then you should subscribe to this idea. And we see books like C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, which I, I still read once a year. It's a terrific book. Uh, you see Paul Johnson's book, Why I'm a Christian. Um, uh, Dallas Willard gets into a little bit of this at the beginning of Divine Conspiracy. Very much building a logical case that begins with absolute truth. There, there came a shift in my life where for, for reasons I don't understand, that is no longer the way I thought. And I want to suggest that while many, many millions of people think that way, and perhaps we should all think that way, for whatever reason, I stopped thinking that way. Is if we actually like people who are not like us and slowly turn the tide. Because you can, you can watch CNN all day as a non-believer, and you can get scared to death, but if you meet one person, one Christian person who is filled with love and who is committed to holiness but also committed to obeying Jesus and not judging, that person will redeem Christianity for you for the rest of your life. Little bit of love goes a long way. And we had to repent of the us versus them mentality. We had to actually say we need to like these people. Okay, there you go. Um, yet another very... Uh, straightforward, just wisdom, inspiration from the Holy Spirit uh, given to us through uh, Donald Miller in this uh, talk that he did at the Catalyst Conference in 2005 in uh, Georgia. And I just had to share this with you. And and this principle that, that, that he spoke of, people will only listen to you if they know that you like them. Now, this, you know, at, at at the surface, this kind of seems, okay, yeah, that just makes sense. And of course, we Christians are supposed to love everyone. And, and, and when we go out and we share our faith or evangelize with people, uh, trying to share the gospel message with them, of course, we're doing it out of love and concern for them. And... And and so therefore, of course, we're we like them because we, I mean, heck, we at least love them, right? And and so like is just thrown right in there, and and we do all these things out of like and love, and 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 so that's why we try to convert people to our way of thinking, uh, which is the right way, of course, that Jesus Christ is the living God, 
uh, and that he died and was buried and raised from the dead for our sins and and our eternal life and and that's a gift and and it's just logical I have a, my way of sharing this with you and you should accept it and and as long as and what I found and this is it, here's where Cliff is just going to be brutally honest with my own faults in the past I'll be honest with you as long as people agreed with me as long as people validated my way of thinking uh, as long as people validated my uh, faith as long as people validated my um, logic and they agreed with me and and they said well that just makes a lot of sense even if they even if they says you know I'm just not sure I, I know what you're saying is true I'm just not ready yet I mean at least those people I had some care and concern for but if somebody just um, you know those people are easy to like but if somebody just blatantly disagreed or told me I was wrong I'll have to be honest with you I didn't like them uh, because and, and and I'm gonna be honest to say that that there for a long time for many years in and even being involved in ministry people had to earn my love and and I never realized that that was really the case and how how can I share this with you with with under helping you understand just how complex this is and and that it I think it's a um a state of mind that, that a lot of us go through and we just aren't aware of it because I was not until I heard this message. The deal is is that um, I'm involved in in cell ministry and, and so you know I, I always want to try to get people to come to an understanding of who God is and, and, and whether they immediately accept faith in God right away or not uh, I still believe that the best place for them to at least investigate the faith or to grow in the faith is in a small group of people who have um, the gift of the Holy Spirit within them to encourage them to be to surround them and and I I just believe that that you know wherever two or more are gathered that is the church and and that these small groups that you you commit to and and uh, you surround yourself with that this is how you get nourished this is how you can uh, become more aware of who God is and how he works in the lives of others and how he wants to work in your life and so my desire has always been to get people plugged into these small groups or called which I call cell groups and I found myself being coming quite the aggressive person in, in inviting people to come to our cell and to come to our meetings and 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 come to the different things that we do together uh socially and and just get to know some of my friends because I just really would would think that that would be a, a benefit to them to at least have these new friends and I found that those people who came to cell group or who said you know yeah I'm thinking about it I'd really like to be there those people I really did genuinely care about and I would pray about them and ask that you know that that no obstacles would stand in the way and that that there, you know, that things would just work out so that they would be able to come and and be encouraged by uh, the presence of all the people uh, in the cell. And and if somebody said, you know, listen, that's just not for me. I think that's a little crazy. This whole meeting in your house to talk about God. I mean, that well, you guys are a bunch of idiots. If if people said that thing, I, it's not that I was ever mean to them or that I hated them. But I will tell you that that there was just absolutely no desire for me to pursue a relationship with that type of individual, uh, and I didn't realize it. But that that was that was wrong. It, it's kind of like, well, you know, we'll just agree to disagree and let you go. And that is the problem that I stated with who are your friends. 
I mean, this whole idea that, you know, this is why it's so easy for somebody who's a brand new Christian within six months to lose all influence with non-believers because we just write off the people who don't validate our way of thinking. And it's not that we have to validate their way of thinking, but the fact is is that we are called to love these people. And, and yes, we are called to like them. And um, the truth is, is, is what happens is people, I, I found that people really, really, really don't care how logical your message is. Well, there are some people that do. Some people you can just sh- show them some of the things, uh, share a couple Bible verses, and and they they just seem to grasp onto those truths, and they're like, I believe, and nothing could shake me from this belief. However, there are some people who say, you know, that all makes sense, but you know, the way that I've seen the church uh, interact with me in my life, it's just not true. Uh, in in practice, it it looks good on paper, but it doesn't look real. Uh, I've never seen it in real life, and that's where we've lacked this love um, and this liking people. And so people, it, it, they don't care how good you say your God is. They don't care how um, how loving He is, how He never leaves you nor forsakes you, uh, and all these other things. When we are the representation of God, and at the first light of disagreement. Or when they just don't immediately pat you on the back and say, hey, I'm proud of you for believing that. Uh, I might not quite be there yet, but maybe one day. If if they don't do that, then then all of a sudden we turn our shoulders on them and say, okay, well, I, 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 we gave you your chance. And no, what I found is that God wanted me to do something more. God wanted me to quit expecting people to be like me. And he wanted me to quit looking for people who just validate me, who pat me on the back. And I tell you, I still struggle with that. I I enjoy nothing more than to hear encouraging emails saying, hey, Cliff, I really enjoy your podcast. Hey, Cliff, I really enjoyed what you shared. Hey, that was a great blessing. Hey, that was a great show you did. And and, and I love to hear people pat me on the back. And, and when somebody gives me some negative feedback, uh, I don't like that as much. But what I've come to understand is that that's okay. We don't, I can't make all people happy. But you know what? It, it's whether or not we agree upon things. What I feel is important that that you're a human being, and if I don't agree with you, and if you don't decide to come and visit my cell group on Thursday night at our home, that doesn't mean that I'm still not going to uh, try to establish some kind of relationship with you. It's like you know, it's it's kind of like remember in high school for me, you know, there's this girl that I liked. And you know, kind of infatuated with her, and and you know, I just really liked her a lot. And she, you know, if if I was to talk to her and say, "Hey, would you like to go to the dance with me?" and she says, "Drop dead, buddy," uh, it's not like you know, I I would. It's like okay, so obviously she's not going to go to the dance with me, but but perhaps maybe I can sit next to her at the same table with her at in the library, and and that would be okay. Because, you know, at least I'm sitting next to this girl that I really like and, and you know, sure, it's, it's, it's not exactly what I wanted, but, you know, I like her enough just to hang out with her and, and to be close to her is kind of cool because I really have this thing for her. Well, now, take, take away the weirdness of the infatuation of, of, the, of the sexual kind, but just think about that. 
you know, perhaps what I have been doing wrong all these years is that I said, you know, if you come to cell group, you know, will you come to cell group? If they said, no, I think that's stupid or whatever, you know, or if I said, okay, well, do you like talking about technology? No, I hate technology. It's boring. I just like sports. And of course, I don't like sports. It's like, well, do you like poker? It's like, poker? What? That's stupid. And, you know, it's like, well, I really like poker. It's like, man, you don't like anything I don't like. And in the past, I would say, okay, we have absolutely nothing in common and you're not validating any of my personal beliefs or feelings and anything like that. So I'm just going to choose not to have a relationship with you. Well, today, it's much different for me. I have decided that what God is calling me to do is to take the person, let's say hypothetical Bob, who is my next door neighbor. And this is not anybody in real life. Um, this is just hypothetical situation. Let's say I said, Bob, you know, you've... You've been, you and I have lived next door to each other for two and a half years. You know, I've been inviting you to come to cell group. I'd really like you to come this week. He's like, listen, I told you, you guys are just a little bit out there. And I think you guys are much more like a cult than anything else. And, and I've had my past in the religious realm. I grew up in Catholic school or whatever and, and in the Catholic church. And, and I've just, I'm done with it. And in fact, I'm, I'm beginning to become more spiritually aware through this new age philosophy of religion and, and the Kabbalah and whatever Scientologist stuff that's out there. And, and I, I really think that, that, you know, they have the answer and, and they're at least they're more open and honest and, and they really go with what they believe and, and stuff more than you Christians do. And if, if, if I started to get that kind of response today, what I would say is like, you know what? I'm sure I'm sure you have a lot of reason for for believing those things and and seeing it that way. That is a very valid way of of thinking, and I can understand even in my own experience where you might come off with that perspective and and say, I you know I I I pretty much um, I I honor your ability or your I'm trying to think of the word here. Uh, I acknowledge the fact that that you have the right to not agree with with our way of thinking and stuff, and so. I won't. I will honor that, and I won't bother you to keep coming to our cell. But hey, would you be able to come over and have dinner one night? I mean, it, I mean, we won't talk faith. We won't talk anything like that. I'd just like to have you over for dinner. And maybe he he immediately turns that down. But you know, maybe one day I'll I'll you know see him taking out the trash and say, hey, I got these ball game tickets, you know, for my work. And you know, I'm not really a big sports fan, uh, and I have these two free tickets. Would you like to go to the game? And, and and see, here's the deal. It used to be I would only do that if I could possibly think of some way how I could work it in to where if he comes to the game with me, then I'll invite him to a cell group or I'll invite him to come to church. And he'll maybe be more likely to say yes because I've made this kind gesture and in return he would feel maybe a little obligated to at least come and visit. No, that that's not the way I do this anymore. That's not the I don't believe in that stuff anymore. My my goal and desire is not to fix or change people. My goal and desire is to love and like people and invest myself in a relationship with them. And and hopefully what they will do is they will see my radical devotion to Jesus Christ and the way that I live and and, and try to strive to be a holy individual as far as in my living and practice but and when they see me mess up and I say stupid things and I might accidentally uh, slip up here and there when I can publicly and say, you know, hey, the other day you saw this. I just want to let you know I was wrong for doing that, and I am sorry that that you know you had to overhear me, 
you know, cursing at the gar- garbage can or something, and, and that was just wrong of me, and I apologize. Being just real open and honest with people and and uh, extending ourselves in relationships to people who are not like us, I think that that's really where God is calling us to be. So the question I have to ask is, are, do you really, really like the people that you're trying to share um, the Christian message with? I really have to ask this question to the people who take the Bible and and try to become um, apologists who who basically argue creationism over evolution with their non-Christian friends and try to slam that down their throat and say, "Listen, you know, you, you have to believe in literal creation." You know, it's no, you don't have to believe anything. You're an adult; it's your choice what you believe. And you know what? Regardless of what you believe, I want you to know that if if it ever comes down to it and you need a friend, I'll be here for you. Even if you never accept my faith as your own, uh, I, I that doesn't matter. I My faith says I am to love all people who bear the image of God, which is everyone, and you're one of those people, and I want to be here for you if I'm ever needed. And that's what I believe is important. Do we really like people? And so that probably leads us into relational evangelism versus programmatic or or any kind of other evangelism. I don't know if that's what I'll talk about next, but I, I did want to share that with you today. So remember, today um, and in the future, people will only listen to you if you like them. Okay, They only want to hear what you say if they know that you like them. They have to know it. And, and how are they going to know you're going to establish a relationship with them without ulterior motives of fixing them or saving them or changing their lives, just loving them for who they are? Because isn't that what Christ did for us? So anyway, that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, if you guys are enjoying these Almost Daily Devotionals, um, it tells me uh, on our statistics how many people are downloading this show, but the truth is, is with um, subscriptions to podcasts, what all that does is it tells me that you've subscribed and your podcasters automatically downloaded them. But if you're actually listening to these podcasts and these devotionals and, and they're a blessing to you, would you just send me an email and let me know so that I can know whether or not to continue forward in the almost daily devotionals here at the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. And you can send me an email to cliff at ravenscraft.org. And if you have any criticism, you can send that too. And yes, I will still like you. May God bless you richly and have a great day.